0: We're going to
1: take it nice and slow. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game back with the John Chuckery Show. Hanging out in the Key Studios. Final hour of the program is the start of the Brown Liquor Music Hour. Um, you can sure as hell tell Dylan didn't request that song. Do you understand why, Dylan, you don't start in the like the chorus and all that kind of stuff? I understand. Okay, does that, that gotta, song tell you everything you need to know about why you go right from the beginning? It does. It, it does, you know, because if you start in the in the chorus with that song, you miss that yeah. epic yes. intro. Yes. Yes. I'm starting to learn. The, the, the first – I remember the first time Jarvis and I played that song as the start of the Brown liquor Music Hour. And I hadn't heard it in a long time, and Jarvis hadn't heard it in a long time. And – he just kicks into that well and all that, and Jarvis and I looked at each other like, "Holy smokes!" And I, I played that song, I played this song, like three times on the way home that night.
0: Oh, like, this dammit, song is so dammit. good.
1: Freddie Jackson is so good. Do yourself a favor, okay? Listen okay. Listen, listen to me, young pup back there, <laughs> Mister Twenty Five years old, and oh, I've got bills. Technically, I'm twenty six now. All right, twenty six. I got bills. I got bills. <laughs> anyway, okay, okay, Beyonce, um, do yourself a favor, and um, you know when you're thinking about getting freaky deaky and all that kind of stuff, put on Freddie Jackson's greatest hits. But put on put on Freddie Jackson's greatest hits album. Play the album. Don't play a CD or a Spotify. Get an actual record album. So I, I should play this when I'm thinking about getting
0: the John Freaky? Yeah,
1: freaky deaky. Yeah, not freaky fire. Not not when you want to ask her a bunch of questions and see how she answers them, but but freaky deep young freaky yep him, and and put on Freddie Jackson's greatest hits and do yourself a favor just sit back and listen. So I shouldn't play this. Oh hold on, I didn't play. I shouldn't play this. Push P. No, not push your pee. <laughs> no, not push your pee. No, you can take a pee, but you can't. You don't need to play push. Play this. Play this and play his greatest hits. This. You are my lady, um, old time sake. Rock me for old time sake. Holy smokes! Okay, Whew. I appreciate you brother, putting me on game, Chuck. brother. When I brother when I tell you, like you can thank me later. Like this is this this is the ultimate booty calling music right here, man. All like, right, like this is this is like his greatest hits, one of the greatest one of the one of the best greatest hits albums, man. Just let him do his thing. You just got to get out of his way. That's, I mean, just you put him on. And you gotta step aside and just let the man do his thing. Because this this is unbelievable. This is a whole other level right here. I'm gonna, I mean, try, I'm gonna try that out and I'm gonna let I mean, you know how it goes. This this is brown liquor booty calling music right here, man. At his, at its finest. Yeah. Absolutely. Because that again, that brings me back to, you know, 25 years old, you know? Chick steroids and booze. So only things. 15- only three things that mattered in life, and when all those things, point. you know, went right and came in and came all together one night, yeah. you ended up playing a little Freddie Jackson. Absolutely, you know, all jacked up, you know, bell bottoms, you know, half drunk out of my mind. Yeah, it was a lot of a lot of good nights. Now I don't recommend that you do some of the things that I've done in my life. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, so there's a message for all the kids out there that are still up at ten o'clock listening to me on the radio. Anyway, four zero four seven four one zero nine two nine. That is our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Odyssey app is how you catch us when you're on the go. Social media, find us at 929 The Game on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And, of course, follow me at JMCH316. You can follow him at underscore Dylan Matthews. Let's go ahead and get to our college football roundup. It's time for the college football roundup. A complete look at all the collegiate football action. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. little uh, different feel, the uh, AAC... Um, arguably the best group of five conference football-wise in America, uh, actually picked Houston to be number one. They actually finished with one point overall higher than Cincinnati, even though Cincinnati got more first-place votes. So Cincinnati got 10 first-place votes. Houston got seven along with Central Florida, but Houston finished one point higher overall. That's a combination of first, second, third, Right in in order of finish and things like that, Houston, Cincinnati, Central Florida, SMU. So look, Gus Malzahn's got you know a pretty good amount of people that uh, you know thought that you know they think that they can win that uh, conference um, this year. So we'll see. Look, Cincinnati's going to look like a totally different team, right? This will be where Luke Fickle really earns his money, right? All those guys, you know, the the Desmond Ritters and the Sauce Gardeners and all those guys in the world, those guys are all gone. You know, now you now you're rebuilding. So you know. Um, but still, uh, they, they, should still be a pretty good team, but, um, interesting that Houston got picked number one to win the, uh, AAC, uh, PAC 12 has released its media poll, Utah, pretty heavily favorite, interesting. Utah got 26 place, 26 first place votes. Oregon got two first place votes. They came in second, but Southern Cal got five first place votes. So, Oregon, who's number two in the conference, preseason conference, only got two first-place votes. Southern Cal, who's third, got five first-place votes. Look, obviously, the Lincoln-Riley effect at Southern Cal, you brought in one of the best quarterbacks in the nation. You brought in maybe the best wide receiver in the nation. All right, let's put it this way. The best wide receiver in the country that doesn't play for Ohio State. You know, the Blitnikoff winner from last year. So... There's a lot of expectation about what Southern Cal could be. Now, look, there's some questions defensively. There's also questions about how well they're going to run the football. It's hard to imagine that there's so much concern about Southern Cal running the football, but there is. They got to get their running game going offensively to complement that passing game. But Utah, Oregon, UCLA – or, sorry, USC, UCLA, Oregon State, Washington, Washington State, Stanford Cal, Arizona State, Arizona, and Colorado, um, the fighting in um, – Who is that uh, out there? Um, That's not, oh gosh, who's the, the, anyway, uh, I'll I'll think about it later. The the head coach for um, Colorado. Have you seen the, what are being called the um, Shamrock Series uniforms for Notre Dame of all schools? They have this alternative uniform. So October 8th, Notre Dame is playing BYU in Las Vegas. Now think about what I just said. Notre Dame playing BYU in Vegas. Aren't those supposed to be the schools of God? Yes. Well, one's the Mormons. Yeah. One's the Catholics. Yeah. And they're playing in Vegas. The Sin City. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So they have this Shamrock Series uniform, which, I don't know, there ain't a whole lot to it. I mean, it's, it's just, you know, it's got a little different fonts. It's white. It's got the Notre Dame uh, chapel on the things. It's just funny. They're going to wear that for BYU in Las Vegas. So, um, and the Mormons can party from what I hear. Maybe I'm wrong, but I heard the Mormons can party, um, even though there's not a whole lot to do in Salt Lake City, right? And, and that kind of the, the thing, I think Jamal Anderson has talked about that before. That there's not a whole lot, uh, you know, in Salt Lake City or whatever like that. But um, BYU-Notre Dame October 8th, and they are going to wear their Shamrock Series throwback uniform. So, okay, Uh, very, very, very interesting. The Big Ten, remember when we talked about Kevin Warren last week saying that he has not closed the idea of expansion? The rumor and innuendo being thrown around is that the Big Ten is evaluating very closely Cal, Oregon, Stanford, Washington. Cal, Stanford, Oregon, Washington. That's the four teams that they are very much looking to add. And that would put them at 20 teams if they add those four teams. So, obviously, they added Southern Cal and UCLA, University of California, Los Angeles. Um, it doesn't make sense to only, geographically, only have four West Coast school or two West Coast schools. You need to add some more. It will make the travel easier out there. You know, not just about football, all sports, right? Baseball, Basketball, anything like that. So Cal, Oregon, Stanford, Washington is who the, the bullpen is, or sorry, bullpen, who the Big Ten is supposedly targeting uh, right now. So uh, now he says, quote, uh, Kevin Warren says, quote, we're not targeting, uh, like I said, my focus on taking care of our 14 institutions. Okay. All right. Well, let's see, because they, um, you know, look, it doesn't make sense to have only brought in two teams from the geography of it, right? I know it doesn't seem like it makes sense at all, but when you think about the eyeballs of, of Los Angeles for the TV contract it makes all the sense in the world. Now that you have them on board, now you need to bring in some schools that also help with the travel aspect of everything, right? Yeah, you, you have to have some you have to have some schools that help out more easily for basketball track and field whatever golf you know take your pick of all the other little sports that that get played uh, all the non-revenue generating sports that get played you have to make the travel easier for for those institutions so that's why you look to add you know more schools and stuff like that so we'll see I think the big Ten is going to go for it and expand because they want to get to a certain dollar threshold uh, money aspect and everything like that but We'll see. I, I don't think we're done expanding by any stretch of the imagination. I don't think that, um, I don't, I don't think that that's, that's going to be any surprise for anybody that uh, the Big Ten and others expand. Be curious to see how the ACC handles itself through all of this. Are they going to get poached? Are they going to expand? Are they going to grow? Are they going to fold? What are they going to do? Because right now they've been sitting on the sidelines, not really doing anything. All right. Uh, when we get back. I'm not mad at Kyle Pitts. Hope Springs Eternal, right? Thought about that next, Chuck in the Key Studios, sports right at the game app.
0: Back to more John Chuckery. No, 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 I'm having a good time. Having a good time. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game.
1: Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Back out on the John Chuckery Show. Hanging out in the Key studios Thursday night with you. Head at to the top of the hour in the Jr. Sports Brief coming up then. Hey, diving into the history and culture of baseball's unofficial rulebook with unwritten, a new podcast hosted by former players Ron Darling and Jimmy Rollins. Unwritten looks at the secret and not-so-secret guidelines of uh, big leaguers and uh, past episodes include Gary Sheffield, Larry Boa. Download Unwritten for free on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. And remember, you can listen to every Hawks game along with all the music and news that Atlanta needs right here on the Odyssey app. 447 410 Sodom of Oz, Diamond, on to be part of the show. Again, Odyssey app, so you catch us when you're on the go. Social media at 9th the game, I'm at JMCH3160, at underscore... Dylan Matthews. Talk a little bit about the SummerSlam card coming up here in the uh, next segment because, of course, uh, Fridays we have Rankham. so uh, we'll talk about that here coming up at uh, at uh, at 1040. But I want to read you this quote from Kyle Pitts. And not mad or anything like that. You know, I I appreciate the young man. Talking to the athletic. Remember a couple weeks ago, we read you the quote from Olamide Zacchaeus and he was talking about how he thinks that the Falcons can be a playoff team. Well, Pitts took it even a little bit further, telling the Athletic, quote, I do think we're going to contend and be able to fight for the playoffs and maybe the Super Bowl. It's a new year. I don't think about the past, the negative things. Also, too, when talking about um, um, the Falcons and in, in doubters and stuff, promoting his C4 energy, he said, quote, I think about proving the doubters wrong every day. So, look. Let's let's take this from the standpoint of, you know, you can appreciate and enjoy the fact that Pitts is high on this team and expects to win and wants to win on one hand. And then on the other hand, also understand that there is nothing factually accurate about what he had to say. Right. Because, look, do I think the Falcons are going to win more games than what Vegas is giving them You know, odds on? Yes. Not much more. But more, I mean, if it's over-under, I take the over of four and a half. I've set the bar at six. I think that's where the Falcons are going to end up is they're going to be a 6-11 and 11 team, which is only, you know, a game back from what they were last year. Can they win a whole bunch more? Probably not. Can they win one or two more than six? Maybe, yeah. I think that's possible. Can they be in the Super Bowl? Not a chance. Not, not a chance. They don't have pieces that you're going to look at and say are going to have this kind of year. But can they be better than what people think? Yes. And I have no problem with my star player who is going out and making these proclamations. I want them to think they can win. I, I want them to win. Look, I've said before, I do not want to sit through a 2-15, and 3-14 kind of season. Because when you start getting into that level, you start getting into, you know, one, anywhere from zero to four wins, you really are one of the dregs of the universe in the NFL. And those are not things that just go away with a draft or because you have cap space or anything like that. You know, those things just don't disappear. Being a bad football franchise just doesn't just doesn't disappear because you have cap space the next year. doesn't work like that. You still have to draft and develop and this and that and everything like that. So if you're 2-15, and 15, a, a draft and some free agent money ain't going to change up what your lot in life is in the next couple of years. It's going to take some heavy drafting and some home run hits and things like that you know, in the draft and otherwise to really get your team and franchise back on track. And let's face it, you know, even overpaying, there's always a team with money Guys that are good and and want to win aren't going to play for three and you know, two and three win franchises. Well, they can overspend. Yeah, there's other teams though that can overspend too. There are better teams that can overspend. There are six, seven, eight win teams that can overspend as well, along with some of the two three win teams. So look, I'm not mad or upset or and I don't think it's crazy what what he said from the standpoint of you're supposed to have hope. You're, spo- you're supposed to believe in yourself and what, what they can do out there, right? Because what's he supposed to say otherwise? Well, we're just going to take it one game at a time, and, you know, who knows what will happen. You know, we'll see if we can string together some wins. Maybe we can be good or this, that, and the other. It's fine. It's fine. Somebody asked me on my Twitter page, would I take 2-15 and 15 in a decent year from Ritter, 3,500 yards, 27 touchdowns, five on the ground with a consolation prize of Will Anderson? Um that all sounds good. He ain't going to be 2 and 15 with him throwing. Okay, let me put it like this. If you're 2 and 15 and he's got 3500 yards and 27 touchdowns, he's got 35 picks to go along with it. He ain't he ain't 3500 yards and 27 touchdowns on a 2 and 15 team. That doesn't happen in the league. Okay? That 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 doesn't happen in the NFL. You, you, the MVP of the league is not on the 2 and 15 teams in in the league. So it's not a realistic scenario. It sounds good. It sounds good to say that, but that's not a realistic scenario. He ain't, ain't throwing for 3,500 yards and 27 touchdowns. Now, even, even, even the year where Winston threw for, what was it, almost 4,000 yards and had 30 touchdowns and 30 picks, even they were only an 8-and-8 eight eight team, right? That That all those numbers and touchdowns, That's 30 touchdowns and what, almost 4,000 yards? And they were an eight-win team that year. They weren't even above 500 with a guy who threw for that kind of – they got to eight. But if you're 2-15, and your quarterback ain't throwing for 3,527 and and, and accumulating 32 touchdowns. That's not going to happen. Those two things don't go together in the NFL. You can't have really good quarterback play and be a bad team in the league. It, it just, it, you know, be that level of bad in the league, two wins. Even if you have a bad defense, you're not going to be two wins with a, if you have a quarterback who accumulates 30, over 30 touchdowns and 3,500 yards. You just won't. You just won't. You'll, you'll be a better team. You'll be better than that. You will be six, seven, eight wins at that point, which there's a big difference between even a six-win team and a two-win team. Two-win team means that two teams lost the game, Rather than you won them, because if you're that bad at two and 15, you've got a whole set of problems that a draft here and a draft there just it ain't going to just fix very, very quickly. A few drafts and a couple of home runs here and this that, and the other, you can start to fix it. and your your head coach is one of the best in the league. And by the way, um, we all think we have a good head coach. There aren't a lot of good head coaches on two and 15 football teams. See what I mean? Like like everything has to kind of everything kind of coincides with one another. if you have a really good coach and a really good year from your quarterback, there's not a chance in the world that you're going to be two and fifteen. you're just not It, it just doesn't happen in in the NFL like i said even 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 Winston, you know with thirty interceptions with thirty touchdowns and I think almost four thousand yards they won eight games that year. they were five hundred couldn't get over the hump though you know there's a difference between being 500 and we're trying to win the Super Bowl with all these guys we had. and by the way he was loaded with pro bowlers that year right he still had Vita Vea and all those guys there right still had Mike Evans and Godwin and those guys there right okay they they have a lot that's a lot more talented than what we they were they were one quarterback away from being a Super Bowl team we're way more than just a a good quarterback season we have no running backs by and large our offensive line's a mess defensive line hasn't proven anything yet so, again, I, I understand the point of it. It doesn't happen, though. It, it doesn't happen that way that you have a quarterback that plays that, that well and you can't win games in the league. It just doesn't materialize like that. I mean, I understand the, I understand the question and the point, but it just doesn't materialize like that. So, and it's hard to sit through that kind of year, right? It's, it's hard to sit through. I mean, sitting through a 2-15 and 15 year is really hard. But I, I think that they're better than that. I, I, I think that they will be better than that as uh, we got NFL Network up here and they got that Jane Slater. You believe that girl's, that girl's 40 years old, Jane Slater? Hard to Co- believe. Covers, covers the Cowboys. You know who she is for NFL Network covers the oh, yeah. Cowboys? My goodness gracious. Man. Fascinating. That, that could be my next ex-wife right there. Anyway. <laughs> um. Yeah, she's a um, – She's a special, uh a very special person. She does a great job. I mean, i give her credit. She's she's very good. I mean, I don't want to dismiss the job that she does for the Cowboys and all that stuff. So very in tune with what the Cowboys have going on. But my goodness gracious. You know, you remember I told you I have an Instagram account? Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, she, she part of the search? Uh yeah, yeah. Every so often you, you yeah. check and make sure she's okay. You know, <laughs> right. right? Gotta to, got to make yeah. sure yeah. she's doing yeah. well. See, see what's going on out there. But anyway, yep. um back to the Falcons. So no, listen. Um Again, somebody on the text line said, you know, you'd rather hear him say that than, than 0-17. Yeah, I mean, nobody's going to – look, though due respect, nobody's going to say we suck. No player's going to say we suck, right? You're paid professionals. M- remember when I told you about you don't, why you don't put quit on tape? You know, when, when people say in the NFL – oh, m- remember people were like, oh, they quit on ta-. You don't put quit on tape in the NFL. If you put quit on tape in the NFL, you won't play because they have to pay you in the NFL – and they're not going to pay a quitter in the NFL. They're not. The, the, there's too many guys that want to be in the league. They're not going to pay a guy who quits on, on his franchise. And a coach doesn't want a guy like that. that that's the thing. That the, These guys want to win, want to succeed. So no player is going to come out and say, oh, yeah, we really suck. We're going to be 0-17. No. They, they want to win. They want to play. A lot of them have incentives in their contract. So they're going to say all that stuff. But, I, I'm, you know, again, like I said, you know, the, the Falcons, you, you can say that it's good to have hope and, and want to be good on one hand and also say that there's no reality whatsoever in what Kyle Pitts is saying for it. And it's okay. It's okay to have a little bit of hyperbole at this time of the year. Everybody's, you know, and 0 no games have been played, right? You know, listen, who knows what the Falcons will be. Maybe the Falcons shock the world. You know, maybe the Falcons maybe the Falcons get to nine wins, say they get to the nine wins and they they shock the world nine and eight or something like that. okay? You know, like I said, I I'll, I'll take five six wins because that'll tell me that even things are going in the right direction. even taking a step back a game or two because look, the Falcons won seven games last year with a roster that wasn't as good as it was in Dan's final year. Dan's final year with this team, was a better roster, and that was what a four win team. And Arthur Smith comes in and changes things up, and we at least got to seven, not setting the world on fire, but that's better than four. Last I checked, but you go from seven to two, whew, yeah, your franchise has got problems. You, you probably don't have the right guy at head coach, but most coaches are not going to survive very unless you could tell me you're two and 15 one year and you're 11 and six the next year. Most coaches are not going to bounce back when they have a 2-15 and record on their resume, right? Tough to bounce back from those, from those kinds of things when you're a head coach because everybody wants to win now. And Arthur Smith, uh, not Arthur Smith, but Arthur Blank, you know, is, you know he, he's been more patient than a lot of owners, but he wants to win now. The age is catching up, time to win a Super Bowl, this, that, and the other. So, look, hope springs eternal, as I've been saying, you know, Falcons will, you know, get this thing cranked up here. We got all your camp coverage. Of course, Freaky and Hugh, Andy and Randy, they're going to be out there tomorrow. Um, Dukes and Bell will be at Hooters out in Buford. So, look. John I mean, Freaky? You know, yep, John Freaky, that guy. He's going to be uh, out there tomorrow morning. How long let, – let's put the over-under, Dylan, because um, he'll be out there during practice, because practice starts at 930, I believe. So, how long before Drake London makes uh, a nice catch – and this is what we hear. Uh, Drake London may be the rookie of the year. He, in fact, he may be the MVP of the league. I don't know. Maybe. maybe. I, I, yeah. We, I, yeah. <laughs> I will go. Uh, ten seconds. Yeah. After he sees the catch. Yeah, like or Drake, hears about it. Drake London makes a, a, a Okay, let's go. Desmond Ritter makes a really nice throw. Uh, Ritter may be the rookie of the year. It, the He may be. It may be. A, it may be I, I. I don't know. I. I, I think uh, you know. Mahomes, Rodgers – Ritter. <laughs> it's
0: funny because it's so accurate.
1: Yeah, of course. <laughs> hey, it, it, Mahomes, Allen, Ritter. I, I, I you, know, I, I think that's the three young quarterbacks in the NFL right now. To watch over. Let let him throw one good pass in practice, and that's where we where we'll get uh, with all of it. They they may. I, I I'm thinking maybe right now 14 and three. If Ritter throws like that, 14 and three. And he's throwing a pass with no pads on, and right in shorts and a t-shirt, and can't get know, sacked. In, in, yeah, in in camp, right? They, they, may, they may be fourteen and three. I I, I don't know. Anyway, all right, we'll uh, take a look at this SummerSlam card coming up here. Up next, we head to the top of the hour in the Jr. Sports Brief, Chuck in the Studios, Sports Right Now, the Game, honestly.com
0: app. John Chuckery, he's in
1: the zone. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back out on the John Chuckery Show. Live in the Key Studios Thursday night with you. Heading to the top of the hour. JR Sports Brief coming up then. Back with you tomorrow. Um, 404-7410-929. Solomon Brothers, Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Odyssey, AppSite, Catch on the Go. Social media at 929 game At JMStage 316 At underscore... Dylan Matthews. Uh, I believe we're talking to, uh, we got Tori McElhaney lined up for tomorrow, right? Okay. I know we're going to talk to her for sure uh, tomorrow. So uh, we'll talk some Falcons foosball with you. I am going to head out to a uh, training camp for tomorrow. So I'll actually be out there myself. I'm going to get out there a little bit and check and see what's, uh, what's going out, uh, going on there for uh, everything. So I will be uh, parting around out there for a little bit and then um, we'll have Tori on. We'll talk some foosball with her coming up uh, tomorrow night. Um, coming up Saturday. I did just look this up Saturday, the 30th. Uh, SmackDown here tomorrow night, by the way, in town, which we heard from Lacey Evans earlier. If you missed that interview, it's pretty good. Uh, appreciate the feedback uh, on that interview. Uh, check it out at the Odyssey app. So go to uh, our Odyssey app, download it on one of your devices. So, for instance, if you've got your turntable, you know, put it on your turntable or put it on your, you know, your Nikon camera. You know, download it on, you know, the app on one of those devices and then uh, go back and listen to the interview that we did at 820 with her, But SmackDown here in Atlanta, State Farm Arena, coming up tomorrow night. Uh, I'll have it on the TV. Uh, <laughs> I'll be watching it um, on the TV. But uh, then SummerSlam comes up on Saturday in uh, Nashville. Now, SummerSlam, okay, well, first off, can I, can I peel the curtain back a little bit? Is that okay, Dylan? Go ahead. Okay. We had a nice interview with Lacey Evans. We did. Okay. Ask me who I was supposed to have, though. Uh-oh. Who, who I was, who I was set up to have. Who were you set up to have? Paul Heyman. Mm. Now that doesn't mean anything to you, but I know he's a big fish in WWE. He's a huge fish, and I think he's the best that there is. I, I don't think there's anybody. I don't think there's a personality better in wrestling, and that includes Roman and Brock and everybody. I don't think there's anybody better in wrestling right now than Paul Heyman. And I'm an old, you know, I'm an old school guy, and I'm an old heart. Yert. Okay, Paul Heyman's an old, old school guy, old heart. I got so much I'd love to talk about with Paul Heyman. So much. That was supposed to be we were supposed I was supposed to talk to Paul Heyman and then late last week it got changed to to Lacey. Um, something came up and they were changing it out to Lacey Evans. Not knocking Lacey. Very good interview. I like her. She's from the Atlanta area, sort of. Um, uh, by the way, if you notice in the interview, did you hear did you hear kind of her tone at the very start? Yeah, she, okay. she 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 act like she was a little too she, busy. She was she was playing. So I give her credit, and and I kind of said this to her off air. I give you credit, you're playing your gimmick. Her gimmick is a she's a she's she's a a, a heel right now. She's a bad person. Okay, she was trying to get all the sympathy and then turned heel and all that. So that's her character. In the old days, you didn't break kay by being all sweet and loving. But I, I mean, I hate to say it this way, but in 2022. Like Kay Fabe is gone. We know. Like, I mean, her story is cool, and her Instagram is full of her husband and her kids and all that kind of stuff. So um, it's hard to be a bad guy, you know, when, when you're putting all your family pictures up and all that kind of stuff. But I get it. She was playing the heel. I got no I and I and I knew what she was doing. I I instantly knew what she was doing. In another format, I probably would have played along with her, but I wasn't gonna play the victim here because, like, with all due respect, I've been around way longer than she has. I know way more about wrestling, okay. Oh, yeah. I, I know I know all the tips and tricks and ins and outs and stuff like that, okay. I've worked with wrestling schools, and again, I've talked to all those guys. Not just on this, used to talk to those guys at Main Event Fitness, okay. Back in the days when I was all jacked up and ready to go, right? <laughs> okay, uh-huh. I, I, I've been there, done it. So I'm, I'm again, I'm not Conrad Thompson, but I ain't you know Phil Suckaluski on the streets down here, okay. So, again, she was trying to play the heel. That's fine. I mean, I got it. I understood it. That's why I didn't really take too much into it. That's why I didn't get offended or anything like that. I know she's a heel, you know. And I should have asked her about that because I like to ask people about that because everybody loves being a heel, right? Like, I, And what she doesn't understand is I'm the biggest heel in radio. Like, I'm the Georgia Rattlesnake. I'm the biggest heel in radio. So you can't outheel the biggest heel on radio. So, anyway. Um, but I was supposed to talk to Paul Heyman, and that's – Mm. I was jump. I jumped at that as soon as they told me. I'm like, yes, yes. Line it up. Here's what time? Let me. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, um, SummerSlam is typically the second biggest paper. I think it's the second biggest pay per view of the year. I think it's bigger than the Rumble. Um, there's usually some big surprise. Remember last year at SummerSlam, Becky Lynch came back. So you look at this card for SummerSlam. It is very underwhelming in my opinion. Um, start at the top with Roman and Brock. Obviously, it's a last man standing match. You know, look, I don't this, this is if the and again, Triple H is running things now. Me, if I'm booking it, okay, the I'm the booker. Chuck Ree's the booker. Okay. I am I'm finding a I'm finding a goofy finish in that match where Lesnar doesn't get pinned one, two, three, like he did at WrestleMania. I'm going to have Lesnar lose, or or let me put it this way. I'm going to have Roman keep the title on him, whether he wins or loses. I'm going to have him keep the title on him. I'm not going to outright pin Lesnar clean or submit him so that I keep him strong. I'm going to have Roman keep the title, and he's going to carry it all the way to WrestleMania next year. And at WrestleMania next year, because I'm not buying the rocks coming back. WrestleMania next year, it's Cody and Roman, and I'm putting Cody over. I'm Ooh. giving Cody. I'm giving Cody as Daniel Bryan, you know, Seth Rollins, Kofi Kingston moment at, at WrestleMania next year, and I'm going to build Cody up to be the biggest baby face in the promotion. So I'm I'm going to have Roman keep the title. I'm not going to pin. Ro- I'm not going to pin Brock though. I'm going to keep him strong somehow. But then I'm going to I'm going to keep Roman running. Through Survivor series and everything, and I'm gonna have Cody beat him at WrestleMania 1, 2, 3 in the middle of the ring and end his reign and put the put the strap on Cody. I, I'm gonna make him the biggest baby face in there. So let me book the damn thing. Let me book the territory. I was about to say, let, let Chuck run yeah, things. I've I've got this thing figured out. So uh Pat McAfee versus Happy Corbin. Come on, man. I, Pat I McAfee love, the punter? Yes. Oh. Oh he's the he's the commentator for SmackDown. Oh, okay. And he wrestled Vin he wrestled Theory and and then he wrestled Vince at WrestleMania, which led to Austin. Vince wrestling. McMahon. Yes. Oh. Yes. You missed a lot. I did. <laughs> yeah. You missed a lot. Yeah. Pat Pat McAfee is tremendous, tremendous. I mean, forget his, forget his podcast. I mean, his podcast is great. He's great in in he's great on WWE. He was great in NXT. You know, he takes the business serious and all that. I I, I love Pat McAfee, but this match is, ugh, you know, again another crazy match. Lashley versus Theory. We just had this match. We just had this match at Money in the Bank. They're pushing Theory real hard. You have to keep the belt on Theory because he's going to cash in against Roman or Brock. Maybe not here, but he's going to cash in against Roman or Brock. You got to keep the belt on the the Money in the Bank and I think keep the belt on him too. (sighs) The Usos versus the Street Profits. My God. How many you guys talk about Lesnar and Reigns? How many times have how many times have the Usos and the Street Profits? How many times have those guys wrestled? Forty million with Jeff Jarrett as the spe, how the hell is Jeff Jarrett special referee? I know the things in Nashville and that's his hometown. We need to talk to Jeff after rest, after this SummerSlam. Put Jeff on your list. He'll be on my to-do list. Yeah, I've I've got, if you need his phone number, I have Jeff's phone. I've texted with Jeff Jarrett before. I've got Jeff's phone number if you need it. So, um, yeah, anyway. um, Again, it's the 80,000th time those those two restaurants. Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey. Either this match or Bianca versus Becky. One or the other. Charlotte's coming back. That's my bold prediction for SummerSlam. Charlotte Flair is going to come back. Either she's going to interfere in the Liv Morgan Ronda Rousey match, or she's going to interfere in the Bianca Belair Becky match. Becky Bl- Bianca, that's worth watching. I'll, I'll take that. That might be the best match on this card, by the way. But either she's going to come back against Liv or Ronda, or Bianca and Becky. I think Liv and Ronda because she still got heat with Ronda with uh Ronda, you know, from um, uh, what was it? Was it uh, Rumble or was it? No, it was a WrestleMania that they that they wrestled. Um, so we'll see. Logan Paul, you know who he is? Oh yeah, I know Logan Paul. Okay, he's wrestling the Miz. <laughs> they just, you know, they just the Miz Lo- has stayed relevant for a yes. long time. You know, uh, have you seen his wife, Maurice? Uh uh oh. Go on your go on your uh, Google or Twitter or actually go on your Twitter page, and and put in your search browser Maurice M A R Y S E. Put Maurice in there. And and you'll see what I'm talking about. But they just signed Logan Paul to a deal. Who cares? Like, I could care less about Logan Paul versus the Miz. I understand you got to have a mix of things. I could care less about these two guys. And then the Mysterios, Ray and Dominic versus the Judgment Day with Damian Priest and Finn Balor. They say Rhea Ripley here. She ain't, she's got a heart monitor on her right now. God bless Rhea Ripley. She's just whew, she's phenomenal. She's great performer. What do you think about Maurice? She's something. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't she? Yeah, she's a wrestler. She's a former WWE wrestler. I, I see. I, I see pictures. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's something yeah. nice right there. She ain't there. wrestling now. Yeah. She's a mommy now, but mm-hmm. holy cow. Yeah, that – I mean, God bless the Miz, man. You know, uh, say what you will, man, but but he's he's lived his right – he's lived his life right. You know the Miz got started, right? Wasn't he on like MTV or something? There you go. He was on like the Road Rules yeah. Real World Challenge, or something like that, he, or the Real World, or something like that. He was on the Real World, Real World, right? And then he was on Road Rules and all that later on. Yeah, because that's yeah. like their all-star. I was about adventure. to say that because that's how I, uh, that's how I found out, found out about him. Yes, yes, Mike Mizanin, and he, by the way, he's from what Parma, Ohio. He's from northeast, he's from the Cleveland, uh, Cleveland area. Okay, is where he's from. I think it's Parma. Is, is that close it, to where you grew up? Um. Parma goes east-west. I can't remember. I think Parma's west of Cleveland. Okay. So it's up by Cleveland more than it's up by me. It. So, but it's real close to Cleveland. It's a it's a suburb area of Cleveland. So, yeah, th- this is not a good card for SummerSlam. My only bold prediction is, well, my two predictions, Roman's going to keep the belt, Theory's going to keep the belt, and Charlotte's going to appear. It might be another surprise. There's usually a good surprise at SummerSlam, but that's all I got for you. All right, wrapping things up with the Love TKO up next, Chuck in the Kia Studios. Sports Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Wrapping things up here on the John Chuckery Show. Doing as we always do. The Love TKO. JR Sports Brief is coming up next for your listening pleasure. Of course, before we get out of here, though, I always want to give you a chance to listen to what is the greatest opening lyric in all of music history. We will uh, be back with you tomorrow as we will uh, wrap up the week. Uh, Falcons going to be in practice. I'm going to be out of camp uh, for a little bit uh, tomorrow. Um, so uh, don't forget, we got SmackDown in town uh, tomorrow night uh, as well. So uh, lots going on. We'll get into some Falcons football. We'll talk with Tori McElhaney. I'll be out there at training camp tomorrow. Don't forget, we've got all your coverage right here. On your flagship home of the Atlanta Falcons, ninety-two nine. The game. Freaky and Hugh, Andy and Randy. Duke's and Bell will be at Hooters in Buford. And then Mark Zeno will be out at Falcons training camp uh, from ten to one on Saturday. John Freaky. John Freaky. You know he'll be uh, out there. He probably won't not be. Probably will not be at SmackDown later on. So if you want to see Freaky, head out to uh, training camp tomorrow. Hey Hugh, hey, 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 hey Josh Allen, uh, my home's Ritter. I. That's the best young quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, anyway. John so. Freaky? Yeah, John Freaky. Yeah. I can't wait to hear the hot taking, you know, out, out there. This this will be one of the epic things of all time out there. So, uh, anyway, say your prayers for Hugh. Anyway, <laughs> that is what it is. You know, listen, I love John. Listen, I love John to death. You know, John. Uh, John's friend and love John to death and would, you know, help John out in a minute. You know, so it, it is what it is. So, all right. Uh, we got to get out of here. So, your Sports Brief coming up next. We'll be back with you tomorrow night. For Dylan, it's oh, Dylan's coming to work tomorrow. God Almighty! Yeah, uh, yeah maybe, maybe I don't know. We we don't know what Dylan's gonna do but anyway. All right, we'll be back with you tomorrow night. For Dylan is Chuckery. We'll see you. Bye. Go, oh, like
0: we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one.